This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Hi, I'm Dan. Welcome to our quick hitter. Monday recap podcast. We're going to dive into the Mike Babcock stuff on the regular edition of Boomsies because we have a lot to discuss there. But usually what we do on Monday is we recap the weekend in the NFL. And we have a very special guest. We have two-time Super Bowl champ Brandon Stokely joining us here to uh, to recap the weekend that was. Starting with those Broncos. Yikes. Successful Hail Mary. Two-point conversion fails against Washington. What the hell happened? Yeah, um, just a disaster from a Broncos perspective. I mean, they're up 21-3 at home in a game that they're favored by, and everything was just going perfectly for them. Offensively, they're making big plays, explosive plays, and then they just fell apart. You know, Washington started making a few plays. They put the pressure back on the Broncos, and the Broncos were just awful there in the second half. Young quarterback Sam Howe looking good for Washington, though, making some plays there. Eric Bieniemy, new offense, new offensive coordinator there. Uh, they found their rhythm. And then the Broncos throw a Hail Mary. How about that? They throw a Hail Mary to possibly tie the game up and can't convert the two-point conversion. Probably should have been P.I., um, on um, on Washington there for on the two point conversion, but um, you know it looked like uh, it might be an exciting finish with the hail mary, and then they failed to get the two pointer to tie it up and go to overtime. So disappointing, awful loss for the Denver Broncos, and a big win for the Commanders. It'd be better to lose by twenty points than to lose like that, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I mean, that's just like when you have the game won, you're dominating the game, and you think it's going to be a, a double digit win. Next thing you know you know, you're, you're in for it. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. And uh, to fight back and to throw a Hail Mary, uh, yeah, you'd just rather get destroyed, Dan. Uh, the Buffalo Bills back on track. Not to say Bills fans were nervous, but to see a, a dejected Josh Allen after week one loss, uh, they come back, uh, they put up 38 on the Raiders. So Bills fans can breathe a sigh of relief. Deep breath, deep breath. Uh, bad week one loss, obviously. Josh didn't play well. Um, and that, that's, you know, when you look at Josh Allen, he can do it all. He's big, strong, can make all the throws. He can run, make plays off schedule. Uh, it's just some of the decision-making that gets him in big, big trouble. And we saw that, you know, the first week of the season against the Jets. Um, and so if he just got to clean that stuff up, right? You don't want to take away what he does great. And that's, you know, make some of those throws. 
But, um, you know, you just can't turn the football over in the NFL. It was a complete disaster. But guess what? Everybody has a bad game every now and then, right? So, hey, get it out of the way early. Learn from your mistakes. Correct them. And you saw that Buffalo did that. And they did that in a big way against the Raiders at home and took them, um, you know, beat them up pretty good there at home. So a good win, good bounce back win. Josh looked great. Offensively, they looked much better. Spreading the football around to a bunch of different receivers. So um, no panic there in Buffalo. They got things back on track. Brandon, here's a question I didn't think I'd be asking after uh, two weeks into the season. Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers are 2-0. and Are they for real? Um, well, I think they're for real in the NFC South. I don't think they're a true contender, but I think they could make the playoffs. I mean, that NFC South's wide open. I mean, who's going to win that division? Um, and whoever gets hot, whoever stays the healthiest. And if Baker continues to play like he's playing, look – why not Tampa Bay? I mean, they got a really, really good defense there in Tampa Bay. A nice couple wins to start the season, um, and they're believing. And they're, you know, you can tell that Baker um, is relaxed. He's comfortable. Uh, they believe in him. He kind of fits that style of that football team. And uh, you know, it was a tough year for him last year. Obviously, getting traded there halfway through the season that's that's not ideal for anyone. Got a chance to go. All, the whole offseason uh, with that new um, offense there in Tampa Bay and and learn it. And it looks like, um, you know, they got weapons there. Mike Evans, Godwin. I mean, they got some playmakers around him. So, yeah, why not Tampa, Dan? I mean, the, the NFC South, who else is going to win it? And and why not the Cowboys? They're also 2-0. and And my theory is because they finally have a kicker. <laughs> that helps. That helps. You got to have a kicker, um, you know, in the NFL. I mean, it's a three-point league, so uh, it certainly helps if you got a kicker that you can rely on. Um, Cowboys, we'll see. I'm, uh, you know, I mean, look, they got it all. I mean, they got offensive weapons everywhere. Really good offensive line. Dak looks comfortable on Mike McCarthy's um, system. You know, Mike McCarthy took over for uh, Kellen Moore, who went on to uh, the Chargers. So, you know, it looks like it's a seamless transition there with Dak and Mike uh, calling the plays defensively. How about Michael Parsons? I mean, he is a one-man uh, wrecking uh, crew. He just does it all. He, and they move him all over the place. Shout out Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator there for the Cowboys. Moving Micah Parsons all over the field. You don't know where he's ever going to be. So it's hard to double him. It's hard to chip him uh, if you're an offense. So he, he's a special player that just can disrupt a football game. Uh, but, yeah, Cowboys are right there. That's going to be a good one. You know, uh, Cowboys, Eagles, a C, you know, who ends up winning that division. But uh, I can't wait to watch those two games against uh, those two teams. The New York Giants, if you watch their game against the Cardinals, just on Twitter, you would think they had lost 100 to nothing because they were down 20 points in the second half and somehow won. But Giants fans, they had not jumped off the bandwagon. They had jumped off, swum across the ocean and got onto dry land. That's how bad they had abandoned this team after two quarters of football. Yeah, um, it was bad. It was ugly. And then going coming off of that first game at home against the Cowboys and, and getting shut out there. I think they went six six quarters without scoring a touchdown or a point, something like that. That's not good, especially in the NFL, especially in 2023, um, and where everything's set up to score and help the offense out. So um, good win, though. Good win. Look, you don't apologize for a win. At the end of the day, they're one and one. 
and they got things back on track, hopefully for Giants fans to get moving back in the right direction. Uh, you couldn't afford to lose that football game against Arizona. So, um, you know, we'll see what it looks like. You know, the, the bad news, though, after the win is Saquon Barkley got injured late in that football game, and uh, you just can't afford to lose him if you're the Giants. You got no chance this year. I think every, like last year, they hit all green lights. Everything went well for them. And, you know, they went on a nice run there. Um, and this year has been a little bit uh, tougher, obviously, uh, start. We'll see what it looks like moving forward. But offensively, you know, they got to start the game quicker. And if they lose Saquon Barkley for any extended period of time, they're going to be in trouble. Handful of teams out of the gate, 0-2. At what point as a professional player on a team do you start to worry? Because I had this conversation with a friend and we are not pro athletes. He said, if you're 0-6, you start to worry. I said, I would start to worry at 0-2. I'm worrying. Dan, you better start worrying now. 0-2, it's getting you know late early, something like that, whatever Yogi said. Um, but look, you, you, you got to win. You only got 17 games, man. Um, the clock's ticking, so you better start winning football games really quickly. It's 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 now, now or never in the NFL. Now look, the season's not over. You know, if you're zero and two, but man, um, you know, you got to you got you, you only got seventeen games. You got fifteen left now. So um, yeah, yeah, I'd start worrying now. That's perfect to sum up uh, how we're losing daylight uh, because uh, we're into September, and to get golf in. I'm going to say that to my playing partners. It's getting late early, guys. Let's get going. Let's go. I'm with you, Dan. I'm with you, man. I'm on the golf course, and I'm like, come on, man. This is, it's getting towards the end of the golf season, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate this. Hey, thanks for having me, uh, Dan. Appreciate it. Take care. See you on Boomsies Wednesday. Thanks for listening to Boomsies. 